This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. You're now listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Check out Dale Jr.'s signature Dirty Mo sunglasses from Spy at spyoptic.com. Hey, everybody. It's Jr. driving to the airport from Pocono. We had a real, real good car. We thought we did. We had a couple of fast practices Saturday, and I felt like that we were going to have a real fun day today. And we ended up doing, uh, doing that, so... We had a lot of speed in the car. I don't know that we were as good as the four car. He was fast on several occasions. Uh, we might have been around where the 78 car was on speed for the first half of the race at least. But after that, I thought we had everybody else covered. Um, passed a lot of cars and um, had a good time on restarts. Made a lot of good things happen, especially if we could restart on the outside. And... Um, the guys did a good job on pit row. We had a real difficult pit stall because the four had a penalty and had to pick his pit stall last, and the only one available was behind us. If, it, if I came in behind him, I had to go around him and not get my car angled out for a good exit. And also, the 16 was pitted in front of me, and he's coming around me all day and getting in his stall, and he can't get his car over out of the way so I can get out. I'm not pointed in I'm not pointed in the stall good to exit, and, and the, then I got a guy in front of me. Um, doing everything he can so we lost a lot of spots on pit road two or three on average the four lost some spots as well so it didn't work out for any of us it was just a bad deal we had to work through all day out on the racetrack um, we fought uh, loose in turn one for most part of the day I worked the track bar a lot to get the good good balance passed a lot of cars being able to use that track bar and adjust on the car and um, without that track bar, I'd have just been um, in the way and holding guys up. But I was able to work on my car, gain on guys, and pass them. So it's fun to be able to adjust from inside the car. And um, anyways, we fought loose in turn one and uh, loved the tunnel. Thought we were real fast through the tunnel. The bumps were tough, but we seemed to be getting to them pretty good compared to a lot of guys. Turn three was a good corner for us. It was getting better throughout the race. We started out kind of tight down there. and. Um, Got, got, in be- got better and better as we went. On the racetrack, we had uh, contact with a five car. Um, it was after a restart. I went through the middle of one and two on the high side of the five. The two car in front of me was having a little trouble trying to get off the corner, and he got loose. And I was kind of getting up under him. And when he got loose, he sort of yanked the car, or corrected the car down the track in front of me. And I don't know if I would have sat still, whether we would have hit or not, but I kind of yanked my car to the left, and it was a bit of an overreaction into the five car and slammed him pretty hard and it ruined my car anyways. I don't know what it did to the five. Definitely didn't do anything good to it, but hurt our car a lot. We struggled, you know, with cars passing us and trying to get the car back underneath me. We had a lot of tire rubs down the left side of the car and that was jacking up the tire temps and making the car real greasy. And it was real hard to get going and had guys passing me and then the three got loose underneath me in turn three and cleared the cleaned out the left rear quarter panel. I pinched him off pretty good there, and, and he got loose down there. And then the caution come out, luckily. Brad and the 34 got together up in turn one, which was weird how that all looked. But um, anyways, I was glad the caution come out because we could work on our car. I don't know where we started from there, maybe 28th or something like that. We had a restart past 10 cars. Caution come out. We had another restart past six more cars. Caution come out. So we were sitting there in 11th, and now we're restarting on the inside with a few laps to go. Uh, not where I wanted to restart. I wanted to restart on the outside. That was where I was making most of the advantage on the restarts. Um, so we lost a couple spots, fell to 13th, passed a couple more guys back, finished 11th, I think. So we gave up some racing positions. Uh, we should have finished third. We gave up some spots racing too hard, 
but we can race too hard because we got the win. We're locked into chase, and nothing really matters but wins. Second, tenth, doesn't matter. We just go out there and have fun. We got good speed. We we know we wanted to be able to take that speed into the chase, and uh, that's what matters is just having fast cars. Uh, where you know the the luck of the cautions and where how things work out for you on the racetrack and the mistakes you're going to make, that's going to decide kind of where you finish. But if you got good speed, you got to be happy about that. And we definitely had that today. We got to get a little better to beat that four to have those guys cover at least be able to race with them a little bit. But pretty thrilled and uh, looking forward to Michigan. It's a great racetrack for us, and we all obviously we come back to Pocono in August, so that's going to be great. Um, look forward to coming back. Look forward to Michigan. You guys enjoy the download. Appreciate you, Dale Jr. Um, was that you, Mike Davis, that was running hot? It was TJ. Oh, okay. TJ. TJ was driving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that was through the tunnel turn, too, and I was wheeling it. Yeah, oh, yeah, were you? Yeah. Going yeah. over the bumps, had no problem? What bump? <laughs> <laughs> with TJ Majors, Mike Davis, and with my man, Dustin Long. Dustin's back. I am Taylor Zarzer. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Miss Amanda will be uh, back with us uh, next week, thinking about her family as she is on the road this week. There's no doubt that uh, that car had a lot of speed, and that was a top three car. Uh, it's without any question, I think that was a top three car. And, you know, that's what its potential was. Maybe could have had a shot to win if I uh, stay out of trouble, but uh, that was one of those racing deals. I mean, Kislowski gets yeah. loose. It's, it's impossible to know what's going to happen in front of you. Junior says maybe he overact- overreacted and went a little too far to the left, runs into Casey. Damages his own car, maybe even more than he damaged the five and ends up finishing 11th. But uh, like you said, after uh, restarting in, in the back like that, you guys still passed a whole lot of cars. Yeah, we we pass a lot of cars every week, it seems. But that's all. We've won them other races there, and we, we had a top three car those weekends, too. We weren't the fastest car all day. You know, we just had – if you get out front, man, it's hard to get around people. And I, I feel like – I really feel like if we could have – had the track position the 78 had at times and, and got them leads like that, we would have been in the same boat he was. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's just not how it worked out this time. But car showed speed. The guys did great. You know, we um, uh, struggled in qualifying. Um, kind of like seems like that's kind of a normal here. But I Yeah, mean, but it, but they weren't struggling as much as he said he just butchered that first turn. Yeah. We would it, have actually qualified a lot better. He admitted that he yeah, made a mistake on that Pocono first turn. Pocono was so big, and that session, it was the second session, you only got 10 minutes. If you were all out after three minutes, a lap, it, your, your warm-up lap's going to take one minute. Your time lap's going to take almost a minute itself, and then your cool-down lap's going to take over a minute. So that's three minutes off that. So you'd only have, you only have one minute to cool your motor. You can't you can't take chance hurting your motor. So. Yeah. But, Mike, uh, ultimately, it was a um, a day to be proud of in terms of speed and the way the car competed. And then also uh, somebody that Junior's so close to he gets a victory. Uh, and he went and celebrated with Martin Truex uh, after his third win at the, the highest level. And, man, what he's been through personally and professionally in the last couple of years and I mean, that guy's running as good as anyone this year. You like to see people that are deserving of it yeah. get it. Sure. And and he's been running well. This was no fluke, and everybody knew that Martin needed a win because he's he deserves it. 
forget all the personal stuff that he's been doing. He's just been running yeah. extremely well. What is it, 13 top 10s and 14 races? Yeah, he's super hot right I now. I mean, my he's goodness. On fire, man. That's ridiculous. With but, a small team, too. With a small team. So, yeah, Dale Jr. couldn't wait to get done with his media and get over there to victory lane. And he was knocking people out of the way, trying to get up there, and then uh, yeah. saved his Diet Mountain Dew for Martin's head, which was a really good moment. Uh, it was just really nice to see. It was a good moment. Um, you know, I, I've seen people – I, I don't know if overstating it is, is the right word. I just see, see people talking about it. It's just a nice win. It was a nice moment. It was good for yeah. NASCAR. It's good for Martin, and it is what it is. You know? Well, I mean, I, I think that you're right from a professional standpoint. It was deserved. It was overdue, maybe. I mean, it, it was deserved, no question about it. You combine that with how bad I think that the NASCAR community at large felt for him after what he had been through professionally two years ago, losing a sponsor – it was everybody's fault but his. Right. You know, That's and right. he loses his ride and his sponsor and has to go find yeah. some other shop. So, I mean, you felt bad for him there. You know, obviously what his girlfriend has been through too, and everybody has been pulling so hard for her and her fight, and she's been phenomenal. What an inspiration she is to so many. Yeah. But just for them to be able to celebrate that moment, given through all they've been through, I thought was – I think all of us felt good for them. And here's what's interesting about Sherry is that, uh, when, you know, she does not like to be up in the spotlight. Like when Martin Truex wins, yeah, she thinks that that moment is for Martin and for the team. And so you won't yeah. see her like you see a lot of other girlfriends and wives up there in the on the front row, you know, with their fingers up, you know, talking about, you know, acting like they're front and center. You won't find her. And the reason I know that is she said it here on Kelly's podcast last year. And then – I had to jump off a golf cart because Amy Ryman was trying to look for uh, Sherry yeah. and, and to congratulate her. Well, we couldn't find Sherry, and I lost Amy. So we could, I couldn't find either one of them, but I couldn't find Sherry, and that's because she was off into the crowd. It wasn't until Martin brought her up and made her get up there. That's just a good – that's good people right there. Yeah. You know? yeah. and those are people that deserve what they get. He deserves that win. Sherry deserves that moment of feeling good because Lord knows she's been fighting for her life. It's just good. All yeah, the way around. I can't say it. I mean, it's great. I don't think anybody's disappointed with Martin and that team winning. They've been there every week, and it was only a matter of time till they till they got, you know, a victory. And um, it's just a good story. Good yeah. for them. I got one question, TJ. You were buddies with Kevin Hamlin. We went paintballing with Kevin Hamlin. This yeah. is Casey Kane Spotter. Did you I have words it. with Kay- Did you have words with Kevin Hamlin? Did he come have words with you? When? After, After we the... had contact. No, because it wasn't – I don't think it hurt Casey's car. Oh, he kept true. going. So and did you go have words with him? Yeah. I went, what, Joey Meyer, Brad Spotter? No, not Kevin, I didn't. I never saw did Kevin. We hit Casey, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, but yes. It, it started, it seemed to start with Brad. and um, It did start, yeah. Yeah, it seemed to start right there. But they Casey's car, I don't think, had any, any damage to, to, for somehow his car. Okay. They just kept going. They had bigger issues, though. They had that, they're missing third gear. So oh. they were, yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, they were missing third gear the last handful of restarts. So that's what was more on their plate than anything so else. So you could have said, you're lucky you don't have third gear. <laughs> yeah, well, it was on my mind. I want to ask each of you something. First, I'm going to start with you, Mr. Majors. Um, watching that race on television, restarts are jaw-dropping. Watching that race. For what you is too. It, <laughs> what is it like to spot a restart at Pocono? Because – Honestly, I think they were nine wide at one point. 
Honestly, um, I think they were nine wide at one point. You know, I don't. We actually had the outside row and majority of our restarts, and that's yeah. kind of where you want to. I was okay with the inside lane too because we get we get we only had one restart where we didn't go, and that was on the inside behind the eleven. But the rest of them, I mean, our restart system we've got it gets us. We still have the run, and when you have the run, you can still kind of pick and you still have the momentum, and that carries. You know, that momentum carries all the way to one or through one sometimes, yeah. and. And I knew where he was going to go, but I didn't want to broadcast it and stuff like that because I knew what he was thinking. He's going to do what he wants to do anyway when he gets down there. But um, sometimes, you know, guys always get a big run and they always go to the bottom. Well, that's like the last thing you want to do. Yeah, it didn't seem like you could stick. No, you needed to be in the middle at worst or the high side. You know, you needed to be near the outside because the runoff of turn one is what you want. Yeah. And you can't be on the bottom like that. I don't understand how these guys keep laying back and getting big runs in the bottom. They go all five wide to the bottom, like four outside. You're screwed when you come off the corner, just so you know. I mean, it, it's, it's not good. Yeah, but you could you could see it every single time. I can't see that corner that well. And once you know, once they cross start finish line, I kind of just try to tell him who has yeah. the runs at the time and where to watch. And after that, he's kind of on his own. I usually wait until they – until I see a door number, until yeah. they turn into the corner, and then I got to That's tell where TJ you. says, I'll see you when you come back around. Yeah, see you in 50-something <laughs> seconds. Uh, I do want to hear do you any good stories from the road. You don't get to go on the road very much anymore, man. No, that was actually my first race for the year. Um, and so I'll see you all next year at Pocono. <laughs> no, no uh, we had a good time. Yeah, uh, it was fun. TJ and myself and Dale and Amy stayed in a, in a place and um, had the dogs uh the the puppies and and uh th- those were eventful and we uh you know junior took the team out um the 48 and the 88 that was fun we did go paintballing mm-hmm. and uh jimmy came jimmy johnson and uh jimmy Can you confirm what i've been saying oh. for a while that he's a good human being he's gold he is yeah. and what's funny about him is that he like myself see i don't i never had gone really paintballing with these guys tj and dale they do it all the time but um you know, we don't really know what to expect. Junior shows up like the American Sniper. I mean, literally, oh, yeah. he looked like Chris yeah. Kyle. He even had his, like, you yeah. know, had a, Jimmy shows up in skinny jeans and a T-shirt. And yeah, it's, like and, a, and, and, of course. And, and, your... and Jimmy's like, I, I have a feeling I don't know what I'm getting into, and I might regret this. Mm-hmm. But you know what? As soon as we started, they were having a blast. And Jimmy was yeah. right in there mixing it up. And Junior oh, yeah. shot the heck out of Jimmy. Yeah, Junior, I don't know. He might have been 10 yards from him. Yeah, it was and bad. He, and, he, and, of course, Junior's bringing his, you know, yeah, he's got $1,000 paintball gun. Yeah, we got rentals. <laughs> and we got rentals, yeah, that yeah. kind of just lob We may as well use slingshots. <laughs> and, and Jimmy pops out. and TJ and I were actually on Jimmy's team. This wasn't a 48 yeah. versus 88. Uh, we just split up evenly. We just kind of split it up. I made sure I wasn't on a couple guys' teams because I wanted to shoot at We him, wanted but, to shoot at some people, and Junior yeah. was one of them. And, it's true. And so, but Jimmy pops out, and Junior's like, pop, 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 pop. And then he realized it was Jimmy, so it was the, even some more pop, 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 pop. And, man, he got him right up th- right up the side. And then yeah. Jimmy lifted up his shirt, and he had welts. <laughs> there were so big of bruises. And Junior started actually feeling bad about that. But yeah. we had a good time. Um, we, we all took a couple good shots. I don't think Mike stressed enough what he looked like when we got out of the back of our car. He uh, We popped up in the back trunk area and this dude just started loading up with vests junior canisters yeah. oh this yeah this is dale earnhardt jr yeah yes. and i oh, mean yeah. he literally looked like we were going into combat and me and mike are sitting there in our jeans jeans and shirt right. and we're like what is this? i mean this guy is like serious man he's got the yeah. the tips cut off his gloves so he can pull the trigger but i mean we're like what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no he did he might want to have some children is i guess one of the thoughts i have but no i mean he's i mean he's all in isn't he yeah 
But he that, was all in. He he was all in. I mean, he brought his backpacks and uh, his shoes, and yeah, he was all I camoed mean, up. And uh, yeah, we had we had a good time. It, it was true. fun. His gun would take a fly off a camel's back at like fifty yards too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got glad you boys had fun. Uh, another track that everybody loves is coming up next week. If you are a true Dale Jr. fan, then you know Jr. goes nowhere, nowhere without his spy sunglasses. I don't either. That's right. And you shouldn't either. That's right. Go to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. I'm trying to use emphasis for Mike's all caps here. It consists of five <laughs> awesome models, including Dirt Jr.'s favorite, Dirty Mo. Don't forget, you can receive 20% off your purchase by entering discount code NATIONWIDE88. That's an exclusive discount code just for Dirty Mo Radio listeners, and it's available now at spyoptic.com. You know why you think that that's something? I think Amanda usually writes the whole thing in all caps. Yeah. Junior goes nowhere without his spy sunglasses. Actually, Junior goes nowhere without his spy sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's time now for Reaction Theater. I just want to congratulate Martin Truex Jr. on getting his win today. Not very often you see all these drivers coming around one guy just because he goes to victory lane. The amount of crap that guy been through the last couple of years not running good last year girlfriend getting cancer and going everything he's gone through it's great to see him having a good year and i'm glad um junior didn't uh forget his buddy there in victory lane i'm walking around right now having a beer for martin wearing my bass pro shop martin true x championship winning hat that's really cool uh, tj i think those guys are championship contenders yeah absolutely i uh I'm a little worried about him. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody is, Mike. I mean, uh, I think that's kind of the feeling I had yesterday. Hey, man, let's celebrate for Martin. Congratulations, given all he's been through. All right, now I don't want to see that guy anymore. All right? I mean, yeah. my goodness. See, all they, right, Martin, you can take a while off, man. Yeah. Give us a break. You know? You know what? Also, listen, 13 top 10s in 14 races, there is an element of luck involved in that. I mean, we're racing. Now, if you finish 13 top 10s and 14, he's been great. I'm yeah. not saying he's not been great. No. But great, great. Kevin Harvick's also been great. Yeah. And, guy, and he doesn't yeah. have, you know, I'm just saying, you also got to be lucky. Minus fuel mileage races, Truex, that's his third or fourth win. Hey, guys, led the most laps like four or five straight weeks. Yeah. I mean, look, Jimmy's got four wins, and he doesn't have yeah. near the points hey, that Truex yeah. has. You can say all you want about yeah. luck in the top 10s. The guy's leading the most laps every week. In the last month, yeah, the that's old, not old, lucky. In the old school point system, I wonder how, wonder where he'd be. My he'd be goodness, destroying it. He sure would. Yeah, if there wasn't a chase, but a fender bender, Taylor, a fender bender. I mean, nothing. No, not yet. Junior hit a bird yesterday. Did you see that? Did Saturday. See? Was it Saturday? Yeah, we didn't hit it yesterday in the race. We hit it. Truex hadn't even hit a bird yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he will. Who's next? <laughs> Wow, what a great recovery for Dale Jr. in the 8018 battle up for 29th to 11th in that final run. That's pretty cool, Martin Truex won. Woohoo, 78. And I'm going to pass out on the couch, and it's going to be a good weekend, Dale, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, not, very, not very fired up, evidently. He's Who? probably still sleeping right now. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Who's next? That's Casey Kane better not say nothing else ever again about Junior running into him because he just flat ass ran into him. I don't know what it hurt, what it tore up, but Junior started dropping like a damn rock. And if he don't win it, I hope Truex outruns that Harvick because I don't like that whining either. All right. 
Well, you know what? There were a lot of people that were angry uh, on Twitter yeah. when that happened. That they Somebody even tweeted me and said, why do y'all even let him run at Junior Motorsports if he's going to race Junior like that? And I was like, I, well, did I see something <laughs> different? <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. It was just an incident. He didn't go wrecking that. I was That's frustrated amazing. with him in the beginning of the race because we ran him down. and Actually, had, we had a fender on him going into one a couple times. And this is like lap. This is early in the race. Like the first run, we ran him down, and he raced us pretty hard. And Junior is, I feel like Junior is more of a giver than what a lot of his teammates are. When they catch him, he absolutely gives them, especially early in the race, he gives them no fight at all. Yeah. Well, and, so. and consider this too. Uh, they hadn't won a race this year, and That's neither true. is Jeff Gordon. Uh, yeah. That whole shop has a, that whole division yeah. of. Yeah. The team, uh, the organization, has not won a race this year. So keep that in mind in these yeah. next you're few not races. Gonna, you're not going to win it in the first run of the race, though. No, that's true. Guys, I've been a fan since 2004, but I don't think this is our year yet. Um, I think they're growing pains. And I I don't like what I'm seeing. Uh, this, we have one win at this time. This was the second win of the year last year. So uh, not having much confidence. Uh, I don't understand how we have the new crew. Some guys call Edwards, which is fine, but I don't like it, man. Uh, I stayed um, at the old crew. We were building last year. We should have built a farm, but they have a new crew. So uh, he's hoping for better stuff in Michigan. But we, you know, to compete with four seventy-eight and forty-eight, we gotta be better than that. Listen, I, I think uh, there are a lot of people that are tough on themselves that are associated with this whole, whole deal, and they're not at the point that that caller was at. Uh, I think that if the closer you get to the team, I don't think that he would feel that way. That there's not yeah. there's not any reason to be upset or disappointed or feel like they don't measure up. Certainly, uh, everybody wants more speed and to compete with the four, uh, but uh, I think the team's in good shape, TJ. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with the team. I think it's slowly, slowly molding into what we need it to be. And it, you know, it, it I'd rather I'd rather be hot later this year than hot right now. I think we're just having the same conversation over and over. People, we're yeah, comparing it's, ourselves it's never to go it. away. We're, we're comparing ourselves. And rightly so, because we're racing against a, a team that is clearly better than everyone else right now. And so, yes, we do need to be faster. Yeah. Until we you're need that to be guy. faster. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm, you know, even when you're it, that it, guy, you want to be faster. This is kind of a recurring thing. Like if you're Harvick, you still want to be faster. So that never ends. Hey, and you know what? There's a guy that has two more wins than Kevin Harvick that doesn't feel like he's as fast as Kevin Harvick. Jimmy Johnson <laughs> in the 48 team, even with four wins. I think want as much speed as Kevin Harvick. So it doesn't matter who you are right now. Good point. Who's next? Hello, friends. Hmm. Submariners Do It Deep Productions present a dramatic reading. Three score and six years ago, Royal France brought forth on this continent a new sport, conceived in moonshine and dedicated to the proposition that not all drivers are created equal. Junior is engaged in a great battle for the Sprint Cup testing whether his nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. He has met on many a great track, facing many a great warrior such as Keselowski, while strong in talent also has failings of judgment that cause this nation great consternation and sorrow. Though Bradley's teeth be large enough to create incidents on their own, this issue unto itself shall not deter this nation under Junior from obtaining a Sprint Cup. And that victory of the nation, by the nation, for the nation, south shall be celebrated or the earth. Hashtag Dale yeah, hashtag six beers, hashtag hell yeah. <laughs> a Dale yeah and a hell yeah in there. And let his significant other be part of the Reaction Theater call too. 
He was creative. You yeah. got to give him that. Yeah. And multiple people involved. I don't know how many, how long it took him to do that, perform I, that. He, right I that. was lost by the third sentence. Yeah, it, it was a little over my pay grade, but um, I do appreciate that he was creative. Who's next? Hey, I really enjoyed your guys' tweet saying that Dell Jr. didn't go, didn't win three in a row, but still ended up in victory lane. Well, if his f***ing pit crew was worth a damn, we would have been there ourselves. We didn't gain or even maintain any positions all day long. Whatever. Uh, Dale Jr. went over that earlier, yeah. and I think that if you if you really watched the race, you could see he was boxed in all day. And there's nothing Biffle could do about it either. Yeah, although I think it might. I love to blame Greg Biffle for things, and I can't blame him for this. Right, and he flew with us, by the way, to there and back. Uh, but anyways, uh, I, no, I think that in fairness to him and in fairness to fans, Junior's explanation and Junior talking about how he was boxed in really was necessary for us to understand that situation. Without it, which is also saying now, without Dirty Mo Radio, then people really don't understand what, what the situation was. And, and so, therefore, you just automatically blame the, blame the pit crew. But um, it wasn't the pit crew's fault. They what did, what they you're saying fine. is Dirty Mo Radio has changed lives. It, well, it's sur- certainly making people smarter. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's amazing. Who's next? Hey, Dale Jr. is your biggest fan. William Sean Wilson here from Newport, North Carolina. Hey, look, I know you didn't do your best today, but you had a fast call. Sometimes, you know, we win some, we lose some. <laughs> Dale Jr., I'm your biggest fan. Man, you didn't work, drive worth a bleep today, but man, I love you, buddy. I didn't That's know. Funny. I know you didn't I like do your when best. They use their whole <laughs> of course he did his best. <laughs> I like when they use their whole names, man. Yeah. That was good. Well, I don't know why you didn't try today. Yeah. That's funny. Who's next? It was another solid run by the Nationwide 88 crew. Dale Jr. did a heck of a job on those restarts to get back. You know, positions lost to that uh, tire rub we got after contact with Kane. And uh looks like uh, maybe Mike Davis on that Instagram video. Y'all might have found something out. If we uh, come back in August, Pocono, and run that uh, rental truck uh, spring set up in there, Brandon, them bumps ain't too bad. All right, we'll go get them next week at Michigan. Tell ya. Pretty fired up about Michigan, by the way. Yeah, I'm ready. What he's alluding to is I put a Instagram video of us. TJ was driving. That's, I, that's I was, why it was so good. I was in the front driving. seat. Dale and Amy were in the back seat, and uh, – and, and I put a video up of uh, going across the bumps in turn two. I did, I, I held. I mean, it didn't screw us up at all. TJ is saying these are nearly as bad as what they uh, what you guys made yeah, it out I to mean, be. And Jesus is saying it's because we're in a big. You would have thought the race wasn't going to happen on Friday. Well, he's right. They they made a big deal about I it. I mean, you think the dude from the truck series that won't do all, don't do interviews, man? It was bad. It was about that bad. Hmm. What? Truck a, series. What are you talking about? Eric Jones. Oh, Eric Jones. TJ got a little fired up about that. We had a line also. full of ambulances. In no, he's right. <laughs> I, I'm on TJ's side on that. <laughs> That's funny. How old yeah. is that guy? Twenty, maybe. Man, do, your, do your interview. Nineteen. D- take after Dale Jr. Yeah. Basically, take the good with the good, the bad with the bad. I yeah. agree. Completely. Thank your guys and your sponsors, and go on to the next one. Let's play one more. No Harvick or Johnson could have get her done. Not Gordon. Or Hamlin, they just weren't fast enough. Not Kane or Kansas, they were just too slow. Not even Kislowski <laughs> could get a win at Pocono. That's where juniors go to victory lane. <laughs> now it wasn't Dale, but I'm guessing he's had a pale ale. 
on his flight back from the place where his buddy Martin Druex just won at Pocono. Hey, congratulations to Martin Truex. It was a pretty awesome victory to see him in victory lane and Dale go and congratulate him. Uh, hopefully Junior can go get it next weekend in Michigan. Dale, yeah. That was good. I like that. It's where Juniors go. It's where Juniors go. To way get down, a win. Way down to Pocono. Dale, yeah. Juniors have won three consecutive races at Pocono. It's true. Who won it before Junior? Sam Hornish Jr. No, no I, don't I don't think Bobby that. Hamilton Jr. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Junior Johnson, Loy yeah. Allen Jr. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. I have a feeling we're gonna come up with a lot of those. Yeah, all of a sudden. But we're happy for Martin Truex Jr. But right. it's time for Dale Earnhardt Jr. to get a win at Michigan, where he's got a couple of them. I think you had a child that was born. When uh, Junior won at Michigan I did. a few years ago. My youngest. Yep, during Father's Day weekend. Reaction theaters open 24 7. All you have to do is call toll free 1 855 740 1902 and leave us your voicemail message. We'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Time now for It Takes a Nation, presented by Nationwide. So I was in Pocono over the weekend and I ran into Martin Truex Jr. in the driver owner lot. And I'm, you know, checking out with my first race of the year. So, I'm, you know, I haven't seen people in a while. And I asked Martin how he's doing. And all he could talk about was this hunting property that he and Dell Jr. have gone in on. And the gentleman that actually is in studio with us right now. L.W. Miller, you're starting to wear many hats around here. You're, you started off as Kelly's husband. Okay, you're cool with that, right? I mean, yeah. Kelly's husband. Dale's brother-in-law. But then director of motorsports. And now I'm going to give you a title that's probably something like Director of Outdoorsy Hunts and <laughs> Property Management. Is that okay? Yeah, that, and, and, and other than Kelly's husband, that's the one I like the most. Okay. Uh, it's the se- <laughs> second to Kelly husband, Kelly's husband, that's the one I like. So uh, what's going on here with this hunting property? You guys uh, have, have gotten in on this. You've got Dale Jr. fired up about it, Martin Truex fired up about it. Now it's really just ready for you to deliver. Yeah, we uh, Dale last fall approached me about wanting to to get into doing some more hunting in the future and wanted a place of his own so he could just go and come as he pleases and and really wanted to get involved and asked if I had interest and of course I did and and so Dale and myself and Martin Truex sat down and kind of drew a, a, a demographic of what we wanted to have in this hunting property and and of course it was on my shoulders to to go out and do the legwork to find it and we. We found a, a a real nice piece of hunting property and purchased it back in the uh, first of the year, and of course now it's time to get you know elbow deep and getting all the work done. So they're they're busy racing on weekends, so I guess I get to uh, carry that that torch myself. Was big deer number one on the list of things that you needed on the hunting property? Dale's Dale didn't I you know of course that's a you know I I love hunting and have spent my whole life hunting and in the outdoors. So for me I I envision something when I think of a project like this and I asked Dale his envision and he had he had none and Martin was not much more helpful <laughs> but what they mo- both made clear was they would like this to be a place that they will never want to go anywhere else so I used that as my parameter as I was looking and of course Big Deer was number one on that that's interesting Dale's always enjoyed hunting but I wouldn't actually call him Richard Childress either you know he's not going to Africa and hunting exotic animals but he's starting to see uh, or show some of this passion that his dad had and his dad was obviously avid about this stuff and he would do it any week that he could you're starting to see that a little bit out of Dale Jr. like he and Carrie and Kelly went in on this Earnhardt Outdoors they've started Earnhardt Outdoors uh, which is uh, you know promoting this outdoorsy lifestyle and now this hunting property where is this coming from? You know, I think Dale, uh, I think anybody that has a love for the outdoors obviously goes hunting the first time and loves it. Obviously, with his 
career path in racing. There was not a lot of opportunity for him to do that. He's trying to make himself as a race car driver. And now as he's settled in, he's obviously succeeded as his, you know, his career is a success. And I think he looks at the future and thinking, you know, he wants to have a place to spend time in the outdoors and, and do the things that he's wanted to do, but just hasn't had maybe the time to do. And, and the, the fact is that the chances that he does get presented now to go hunting and do stuff like that always require an additional cameraman in the tree or whatever it may be versus right. this scenario, Dale can come and go as he pleases and he can, you know, if he wants to sleep in one morning and not hunt, he can sleep in and not hunt. So I think it's just where he's going as a, you know, he's matured and where he's at in his life. And this is something that he looks at that he will be a fun project for him. And, and he does. I mean, he, you know, I felt like I would overwhelm him at times with, with dumb questions, I guess, to, in lack of other words for it. But so he wants to be involved and, and pick out the gates that we're putting up. And, you know, if we're going to plant trees, here's where we should plant trees. And we want a food plot over here. I mean, I, we actually went up there two weeks ago and just spent the day riding around the property. And I was, you know, very pleasantly surprised of all the input that he had because, at the end of the day, I want him to feel like this is his, not just a project that I'm out there doing, but I want him to feel like, you know, hey, this is where we wanted to put this tree stand, and we wanted to turn that field into corn, and this field into soybeans, and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, I was really pleasantly surprised that we had a, just a great time up there, and, you know, he and Martin came up on their way to the track, and it was just, it was an awesome day out in the woods, and I think that's, those days are the days that make this him want to do things like this. Let's talk some racing. I feel like our shop is quite full. Have you noticed that? Do you feel like there's a lot of race cars and a lot of people in our shop? As director of motorsports, I get reminded very often yeah. that our shop is very full. So <laughs> give me the state of uh, the union if, uh, if you had to give it for junior motorsports. What is your assessment on where we are right now? with the teams and, and, and with the series that we're racing in? You know, I think we're, we're honestly right where we want to be. And, and, you know, we had a super successful year last year that set the stage for expectation this year, which we all knew was going to be hard to carry. But that being said, I feel we're doing it. You know, we're not leading the points. We haven't won as many races, but yet we're every week right there. And, and I mean, I, you know, talk about proud. I mean, we starting at the bottom of the tree. I mean, we have the, the, the junior motorsports late model team that's just been, they went to South Boston this past weekend. Twin features. Josh Berry, the driver of our 88 Speedco car, wins that the first feature. The second feature, William Byron in the Liberty University, wins the second feature. So, I mean, a junior motorsports sweep at a track that we don't even run at regularly. We've been there maybe three times ever and uh, one of the more competitive tracks. So, I mean, th that's, that right there s says where they're at. I mean, they're right now a force to be reckoned with wherever they go. Um, so, I mean, I think that they're they're just doing great. Um, the truck team with Cole Custer and Haas Automation, again, can't say enough for where that. I didn't really know how it was going to go, had a lot of belief in Cole and had seen in the past how good he was, but didn't know how it would be, you know, getting into the truck deal and went to Martinsville for the first time and he's up there contending for a win. Won Charlotte with Casey Kane driving the truck and then, you know, went to Dover and, and again had a truck that Cole was, you know, in, in competition to win until we had a fuel mileage issue. So, I mean, I think that that says, you know, that team right there has carried their cross well and, and very proud of where they're at and what they're doing. The Xfinity cars, obviously, you know, Kevin winning um, in the 88's been huge. And, and, you know, Chase and Regan, Regan, Chase has done great. He's been there, you know, could have won uh, Iowa had it not been for one caution flag. Regan, competitive every week, you know, ran top three at Charlotte. I mean, he's, he's right there better than ever. So I, I feel real strong with that team. Ben Rhodes stepped in there, and we haven't really had a chance to 
to showcase his talent yet, but he's he's got the Chicago race coming up. So I'm you know he he ran Iowa his first race. Nobody had really expectations because he you know just getting his feet wet hadn't raced all year. Now I feel that they're going to go on to Chicago and really expect him to shine. So I, I'm really looking forward to that as well. So I, I think we're doing great. Let's go back to the trucks. Everybody keeps asking me, being that I'm a PR guy, what is our intentions with the trucks, and could we possibly run a full season schedule? Can you help me with that answer? Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously something that's in our radar and something that we would like to see happen. I mean, we have all the belief in Cole Custer that, that a team could have. We know he can go out there and compete for a championship, and, you know, we just got to put all the pieces together to get it, you know, set up for next year, and hopefully we can go out there with him and compete for a championship and you just never know what what else will will show up there in the truck series i ask you this once a year but i haven't asked you in 2015 so i want to see if your answer is any different you're a decorated modified driver you've won a lot of races but you hung it up a couple years ago and i'm just curious do you ever have that itch do you want to get back in a car well i think that you know the time of the year makes the difference last fall towards the end of racing season I was real close and Kelly was 100% behind me to get another modified and go do some racing and fortunately for all of us about that time hunting season set in and and, and it washed my brain of those evil thoughts so as of today I'm enjoying the time I spend with Wyatt and Carson and Kennedy and Kelly and just doing the things we want to do on the weekends rather than having to go to the racetrack but uh I certainly miss getting in the race car buckling up and racing but everything else around it i'm okay missing but you know they race at other times of the year not just deer hunting season <laughs> i know it seems that's when i get the bug the worst is that right <laughs> yep. at the end of the year <laughs> at the end of the year what is, is that about well, why, I think, why do you, think you know is? in the middle of the summer like right now it's on a 90 degree day you think man i'm glad i'm not out there sweating right. my butt off at the racetrack come september it starts cooling off and it's you know you're watching on social media all the different races going on and that's when all the big races are at the end right. of the year and i'm thinking man i should be there and uh fortunately about the first of october hunting season starts and i can get those thoughts out of my mind well i'm going to ask you again next year so just uh it's going to keep coming all um, right. because i could always see you back in there just for one oh you know comeback tour well yep. fortunately wyatt you know i'm sure we'll probably have some need for racing and in, in, before he's uh all said and done so i I can juggle the fact that I can put it off until he's ready to race, or I could always just go ahead and jump off the cliff and 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 let him experience his dad being a race car driver too. So uh, it could it could go both ways. I think it's probably a valid question for you to ask. Uh, All right, yearly. Well, W. Miller, I really appreciate you joining us here on Takes the Nation segment presented by Nationwide. Uh, it's a lot of fun talking to you, and uh, we'll do it again sometime. Hey, folks, Nationwide already provides awesome behind-the-scenes coverage of all things Dale Jr. on Twitter and Facebook at Nationwide88. We've been talking about it all year long. Well, guess what? They've joined Instagram. So check them out on Instagram at NW88. That's NW88. Tomorrow, June 10th, around 11 a.m., be sure to keep an eye on their Instagram account as it will be the first place that they reveal Dale Jr.'s patriotic paint scheme that he will run at the Daytona July rate. Don't forget, NW88, go follow them on Instagram, and remember, Nationwide is on your side. Here's what's coming up this week on Dirty Mo Radio. MRN reporter and former Miss Sprint Cup Kim Kuhn will be joining me, Tiff Daniels, when I sub for Kelly this Wednesday on Fastlane Family, presented by Wella Professionals. On Thursday, tune in to Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by Dale's Pale Ale with Regan Smith and Heath White. And don't forget, you can always stay up to date on all of Junior's at-track press conferences by tuning in to Said Junior, presented by Nationwide. 
Dirty Mo Radio podcasts are available free of charge 24-7 on DaleJr.com, iTunes, and all major podcasting outlets. Let's throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. Junior has been nominated for the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards for Don't Try This at Home. I guess it's called the Don't Try This at Home Award. Uh, voting is underway, and it runs through July 9th at www.nick.com. On Thursday, Junior and Amp Energy will be heading out to the 7-Eleven store at 7740 Bruton Smith Boulevard, Concord, North Carolina, 28027. If you are in the area, that's the 7-Eleven about a mile from Hendrick Motorsports and Charlotte Motor Speedway. Junior will be there from 12 to 2 p.m. to sample the newest Amp Energy flavors with fans. So many people actually call into Reaction Theater or tweet us saying that they'd love to have a drink with Junior. Well, here's their opportunity. There Dave. you go. All I right. guess so. Speaking of Amp Energy, Dale Junior will be driving the Amp Energy Passion Fruit paint scheme this weekend in Michigan. Fans voted on this design several weeks ago uh, on the Amp Energy Facebook page. It's the black and pink paint scheme, so you won't be able to miss that one out on the track. Wow. How about that? Junior in a black and pink car. Well, he drove the Batman mobile to victory lane there a few years ago. But it wasn't pink. That's true. I'm just saying it was different. <laughs> when Junior gets to Michigan on Friday, he and Regan Smith will take part in a media event to promote Suave Men Heritage Edition products. Suave Men is sponsoring Regan's number seven car this weekend, so the guys will ha- uh, will be talking haircuts and stuff. Regan needs some hair to cut, doesn't he, TJ? Anyways, yeah. should be fun time. Uh, check out Suave Men Heritage Edition products. Ladies, Suave has plenty of products for you, too. Joining Regan in the Xfinity race this weekend, Junior Motorsports has Chase Elliott in the number 9 Napa Chevy, and Kevin Harvick will be in the number 88 Morton Building, Morton Building Chevy. That race gets underway Saturday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Saturday night, Cole Custer and the number 00 Haas Automation Truck Team. They'll be in action at Gateway Motorsports Park. Great track. Have you been there, TJ? You spotted there? St. Louis? Mm. Yes, I have spotted there. I may be going there. I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to work out yeah. some logistics stuff. He, he might be there Saturday oh, night. I might be uh, there. And so you go see. Are you? Would you be spotting Cole? No, I okay. will be spotting. Does, well, TJ, if you go, that race starts at 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. He's working on Eric Jones. I'm kidding. Right, yeah. right, right. Clear. Yeah. Whoops. Is his media coach? <laughs> How about the truck team? Obviously, Sunday is race day for (laughs) Dell Jr. and the Sprint Cup guys at Michigan. They'll get started at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Fox Sports 1. You missed it because you were reading, but (laughs) when when I said Eric Jones, you said clear. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) That's pop for Eric. You know who he's most mad at, though? Can (laughs) I just say this? I'm going to say it. I don't care. He is most mad at Cole Witt. Yeah, that dude has zero racing sense. Zero. He called him a zero bar. Zero man, bar. Listen, man, he can't see over the steering wheel. Neither can I, but I have more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's TJ, bad. TJ left Pocono all kinds of mad at Cole. Do you want to say it, why? It's just every week, man. He doesn't. What under, does he do? He's just, he's a great guy. Like, away from, but in the car, man, he's just always where he shouldn't be or always at your quarter panel on exit, always just kills two laps. Where, like, if you pass him, if you're catching him in three and four, and not only does he kill that lap, he races you off a of four, so he kills your next lap, too. You understand? You know what I mean? I do, yeah. He makes the race so much harder on himself than what he needs. Was he in the 36 car? 35 car. 35 car. He makes it so much harder on himself. We pitted. We come out with tires. We're like three car lengths behind him going into turn three with four tires. Outlap. Like I, going listen, to fly. I just think I think if you gave him some telephone books to sit on, he'd be fine. I don't know. I'm he just need, saying. He needs data's wooden blocks from the Goonies, man, or 
Indiana Jones or something. We're going to get in trouble. Uh, good stuff. Good, you did it, Mike. That was the greatest white flag read. I've yeah, ever heard. I tell you what, I felt yeah. it. I felt all the way through and, it. And there, by the yeah. way, the white flag this week was sponsored by Under Armour. Since uh, since TJ and I both are wearing Under Armour shirts, yeah, Good for you, yeah. yeah, Under Armour team apparel for Hendrick Motorsports and mm-hmm. Junior Motorsports. There you go. We'll be back next week, Dustin. Thank you so much. Have fun putting all this together. Yeah. Good luck, Dustin. For yeah. Dale Earnhardt Jr. For Amanda Wolfmeyer. For Travis James Majors. For Mike Davis. I don't know his middle name. I'm Robert Taylor Zarzer. This has been the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Now go online to spyoptic.com and check out all of Dale Jr.'s Signature 88 collection. If you find a pair you like, enter discount code NATIONWIDE88 at checkout and you're going to get 20% off your purchase. Happy shopping!